Hi, and welcome to The Ocean in a Drop, where we connect deeply to the world around us by connecting deeply to the world inside of us. I'm your host, Minnie, and I'm so glad I get to share this space with you. Today, we'll talk about how we can let our spirits soar, even when our bodies are contained. We'll also share a time of listening together. How are you feeling right now? If you're feeling confined or contained in any way, this space is for you. And I'm here to be with you and remind you that there is always room for your spirit and your voice, if you're willing to use them. This is to my brothers and sisters in prison, to the ones at home because of a pandemic, to the ones whose mobility is limited by a disability or health condition, to the ones whose movement or lives are restricted by unjust laws or societies or relationships. Hear this now. You are here for a reason and you matter. And that truth can never be undone, even by containment, whatever form it takes. Intrigued? Let your spirit come for a walk with mine. I am going to take you on a stroll down human history lane and introduce you to some of my friends and heroes. Each of them has also experienced containment and found a way to let their spirits soar and their voices be heard. Learn from them and remember this truth. You are not alone. They are a community you can join at any time. All you have to do is decide that you too will let your spirit soar. The first person I'd like to introduce you to is Nelson Mandela. He was a South African revolutionary and activist who fought against the apartheid system, which discriminated against black South Africans. He was sentenced to life in prison at one point and spent over 25 years in prison. Most of this time was spent on an isolated island called Robin Island. During his time there, he was allowed one visit a year and one letter every six months. He lived in a bare cell with a plate, cup, one bucket for going to the bathroom, and a mat for sleeping on the floor. He and other prisoners were forced to work in a limestone quarry, breaking rocks. The glare from the sun shining on the quarry caused damage to his eyesight. Yet during his time there, he was also able to organize his fellow prisoners, advocate for better conditions with the authorities, and earn a law degree. He also became an international symbol of freedom and dignity for all peoples. He was eventually freed by the South African government and became president of South Africa 
in the country's first fully representative democratic election. He never stopped using his voice to call for a free and democratic society where all people had equal opportunities, whether he was in prison or out. In an interview with Oprah Winfrey, he said, If I have not been to prison, I would not have been able to achieve the most difficult task in life. And that is changing yourself. In his autobiography, Long Walk to Freedom, he said, I realized that they could take everything from me, except my mind and my heart. They could not take those things. Those things I still had control over, and I decided not to give them away. He also said, we must use time creatively and forever realize that the time is always ripe to do right. What about you, dear listener? What will you do with your one precious mind and heart? What will you create with the time you have been given, wherever you are? Whatever you decide, I hope this guidance from Mandela inspires you. May your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. The second person I'd like to introduce you to is Rosa Parks. She was arrested for refusing to give up her seat to a white passenger on a segregated bus and brought attention to the cause of civil rights for African Americans. Though her freedom was limited even before the arrest due to policies that discriminated against African Americans, she chose to use her voice and experiences to support equality for all people. Martin Luther King Jr. was another person who knew what it was like to be contained. He too lived in a discriminatory society that limited his freedoms and also experienced being put in jail for responding with civil disobedience. But no physical or ideological prison could contain his spirit. He wrote this in his letter while being held in a Birmingham jail. He said, Moreover, I am cognizant of the interrelatedness of all communities and states. I cannot sit idly by in Atlanta and not be concerned about what happens in Birmingham. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. Never again can we afford to live with the narrow, provincial, outside agitator idea. Anyone who lives inside the United States can never be considered an outsider anywhere within its bounds, both in and out of prison. He chose to use his heart, mind, and voice to bring true justice. Finally, I'd like to introduce you to Malala Yousafzai. She is a Pakistani girl who also experienced living in containment when the Taliban took control of her town. 
She was forced to stop going to school because she was a girl. Despite threats, she chose to keep learning and used her voice to support the cause of girls' education. She was targeted by the Taliban for her activism and shot on a school bus on her way home. Miraculously, she survived and continued to share her story and fight for a girl's right to be educated. She became the youngest Nobel Prize winner in history. All of these men and women, and many more, know what it is like to be contained physically and socially. Yet they have chosen to let their spirits soar anyway. Their stories show us it's possible to find freedom, even in the most limiting of circumstances. But we must have eyes to see. So now I'd like to invite you to a time of listening together, if you feel ready. I invite you to close your eyes and slowly breathe deeply in and out. With each breath, Feel your body relax from your head to your feet. Let's do that again. Deep breath in and deep breath out. One more time. Deep breath in and deep, slow breath out. As we explore, try to just listen and notice what's happening rather than judging. Give yourself the gift of being with the truth, whatever that is. The important thing is to not hold back or filter yourself. Now ask, where in my life do I feel contained? Make space to tell the truth about how it's affecting you. We'll take some time to acknowledge that situation and be with the feelings that come up, starting now.
Now ask yourself, and the voice of love, how can I support my own freedom or someone else's anyway? We'll take a few minutes to listen together and see what comes up. You did great. Thank you for exploring with me. It's okay if you didn't get a clear answer. Trust that love will reveal what you need to know when the time is right. Feel free to continue being with what came up for you. I want to leave you with one final quote from our friend Nelson Mandela about his experience of imprisonment on Robben Island. He said, Some mornings I walked out into the courtyard, and every living thing there, the seagulls and wagtails, the small trees, and even the stray blades of grass, seemed to smile and shine in the sun. It was at such times when I perceived the beauty of even this small closed-in corner of the world that I knew that someday my people and I would be free. Thank you for being here with me today. Wherever you are, whatever corner of the world you are in, I hope you know that there is beauty to be seen, whether inside you or around you and that your spirit can always be free if you choose. I am so glad you chose to share your ocean in a drop with me 
and I look forward to being with you again.